electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Welcome to Q4, getting kicked off with futures up nearly 100 amid this global bond sell-off today on the heels of a rough JGB auction. Europe is red on a weak PMI, 45.7. It's the worst in seven years. Inflation there near a three-year low. Our own 10-year near 175. Got the dollar index at a two-year high. Our roadmap begins with questions about Q4. Investors weighing the trade war and an impeachment inquiry as the fourth quarter gets underway. Plus, no force can stop the Chinese people. President Xi commemorating the 70th anniversary of the Chinese Communist Party's rule. This is violent protests in Hong Kong ramp up. Plus, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg rallying employees against critics, competitors, and presidential hopefuls like Senator Elizabeth Warren. First up, though, investors looking ahead as we begin the fourth quarter after a volatile Q3, which saw the Dow and the S&P extend their quarterly win streaks to three. The Nasdaq fell just short of a similar run. For the year, though, leading the major indices with a 20 percent gain, S&P up almost 19, the best performance through Q3 since 97. Of course, we know this is all affected by the fact that December was so bad last year. Yeah, I bet, for instance, Apple's up 42%. So you say, well, wait a second, it's a great year. But remember, Apple pre-announced, you know, they, the stock is going down, and Apple pre-announced, I mean, you, you, the idea that it's really up 41%, you have to look at all these to see what's up from the, uh, the pal bear market. What is interesting is this market still has no leadership. It just keeps rotating. I mean, you know, drugs are a leader, and then, uh, then Speaker Pelosi says, be careful of the drugs. Managed care, and then and then you immediately get the single payer. Uh, you get technology, and then Micron uh, pulls it. Uh, you see these packaged good stocks, and then they you know one will be good, one will be bad. Retail, it's just watch. It's just it's Walmart, Amazon, Target, Costco, and Home Depot, and nothing else, nothing else. Right. So there is really just this. Wow, what do we What's do? The most notable. Uh most notable theme towards the end of the quarter was certainly the change from what had been focus on growth and momentum to value. Totally. That's why uh, the banks even went up. That's kind of one of the key questions. Will that continue? Yeah, right. Well, that's, and I mean, how much momentum will there be when it comes to these value stocks that well, have not gotten a lot of attention for NXPI, a long period of time? NXPI. You know, that's a value stock. Remember, it broke down. You covered it extensively. 127.50 was where, uh, where they had a deal to be acquired. But, that, of course, the Chinese piece, never ruling. I know. Fabulous piece today. Uh, about NXPI and how it's the backbone for the battery for EV. So, you know, you've got, these, you've got a tech stock. Is that an emerging leader tech stock? I don't know. Remember, Advanced Micro and Micron had been the emerging. So I just keep finding internally, every time I think we got something going, like Facebook, they rally. It's like, well, you know, Facebook is, was a great stock for a few weeks, and then Facebook's awful. And I think a lot of it's by, by Washington. It's by Washington. Market's gone sideways ever since the trade war escalated. WTO today, again, for the third consecutive year, cuts their global growth forecast, largely because of trade. They see 
World merchandise trade, one, two. Wow. One, two. And that drives money toward Lennar, which has been a fantastic performer, towards uh, Pulte, which has been good. KB had a remarkable quarter, KB Homes. So, I mean, the rates, mortgage rates going down has actually spurred some housing. But that's, again, while housing pumps up, punches above its weight, you know, how long is that leadership going to last? Right. I mean, I just find there's no leaders that last. What do you think um, Q4, I mean, seasonally strong? Yes. Right. Fed's in a much different place than it was last Q4. Does that help? Don't fight the Fed, don't fight the tape. It's the late Marty Zweig always said. And I see it that way. I did expect that there'd be more mutual funds selling. That's second to last week of September. Remember when, the, when September got overbought? When it got overbought, it, it, we had this big slide. But now we're not overbought. And the beginning of October tends to be pretty good. And then there'll be a couple of months where people say, oh, my, you know, we'll do anniversary of crash stories. Tends not to rally on anniversary crash stories, but October's been a pretty good month. Well, you'll also have IPO weakness and repo madness to throw in the mix. Yes. Right? Make people re- a little more yes. Reefer madness. I do wonder. We're so Pelotoned. My wife wanted to say, listen, it's not sports bra, okay? It's not. It's Lululemon. That hangs on the Peloton. Oh, it's Lululemon. Yes, she not, corrected you. It's not sports, but she says that is dead. Jim, you should never mention that. that is wrong. So I want to correct myself. Shouldn't have said sports bra. Sorry, Lisa. What I really meant to say was Lululemon. So am I clear now? Did you gotten better? Yes. Better at home with that? But uh, we did spend the end of the quarter talking a lot about the poor market for uh, initial public offerings. Yeah. I think poor is a yeah, I nice, easy way to say it. Why don't you smile? Not well received. Why don't you smile directly at me? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the worst. But I'm um, Yeah, that was one of, the, one of the, the IPOs. We're done. Just say no. I'm working on a piece tonight for Mad Money. I know the president pulled the plug on the theory that maybe we'll like pull the plug on Chinese IPOs. I think the president should do it just in, in order to protect our wealth. Do what? Stop with the no, Chinese. Not allow listings by Chinese companies. The, the performance of these is so horrible that, you, that Peter Navarro would have had more ammo had he come on and talked about that yesterday in that interesting interview. That he uh, did. With so so you don't you don't think um, what happens to the fund managers who are who have billions in these names? What happens to them? These names are this is the MSCI index. Yep. Henry Fernandez said on more. Uh, another reason why you're going to you have to be just in the S&P. Uh, I just really feel that the, the the MSCI decision to make it so that you had to be overweighted, which is something that, that Navarro talked about. He mentioned Goldman Sachs, who was actually is MSC, the company that said it. Uh, that said that China should be allowed in like the, you know, kind of the regular, I don't know, League of Nations. But the Chinese don't have the disclosure. Navarro was right about that. The disclosure, I'm looking at the disclosure. They don't tell you a lot. Like of NIO, NIO, that stock that, you know, stock went to 10 on a 60 minutes piece. And is it two? It's a car company. Jefferies comes out today. Uh, the move would completely undermine the international market and would... Uh, harm the U.S. role as a conduit for international capital. Please. It'd save us a lot of money. No, it wouldn't. What? Come on. Oh, come on, nothing. Come on. If MSC- people want to choose to invest in these, they can choose to do so. You want to maintain the U.S. capital market. Oh, happy 70th, happy 70th to you. World. Hey, Sunshine, happy 70th to you. I'm just saying. I, you know, I, really? Alibaba, you don't want any part of that? Alibaba's, By the way, we can't get Tencent. You've got to buy it over there. It doesn't list here. Alibaba has U.S. financials. A lot of the companies that have come public, David, mm-hmm. do not have typical financials. I just don't think that we should allow in our country so then IPOs. Sh- so then that, short them. 
Make money borrow. that way. They're hard to borrow. All right. Why can't, why, if you want to bring a U.S. deal, like, you know, WeWork, you think that wouldn't sail right through the SEC? If it was from China, it would. Can you imagine? Chinese we work. China, I'm sure there is. What would that one, be most like? Likely. They would they serve mezcal instead of tequila? That we've got for everything. What? How's we work doing with that new team? You know the guy, one of the co CEOs. Is it starting to come together? Cable. I think they've got a tough road ahead of them. You think so, huh? Work. Yeah, well, when you're losing, what, $1.6, $1.8 billion a year, you've got to cut. You, you, you're going to burn through, what, 700 million bucks? You've got. The journal says they have enough cash to get through Q1. Their bonds oh. this morning yielding right. 11. Yeah, 11. no, it's, nice. it's I, you know, when we were could ever actually anticipate coming back or trying to come to the public markets is yeah, that's a, question a mystery one. wrapped in a riddle it, it, and covered by an enigma. Yeah, I think that it's an ill-advised deal that we would they bring to the market. So they've got to, but maybe they're going to find all this stuff to cut that'll really they'll suddenly they, realize, hey, you know they, what, we're not losing nearly as much well, money as we thought. They, the they give away the, the tequila collection. Claim this, yeah, maybe as some of Vicente Fox's own tequila. You don't know. Who knows? He's, he's president of Mexico apparently has great tequila. Collection. You would know, although you're a Mezcal guy. No, I mean, this WeWork is all part of this era of, like, please, save us from WeWork. Give us more McDonald's. Ooh, Yikes. McDonald's. The guy, yeah. what is he We're, we're going to get to that yeah. call. Uh, yeah. Bad call the, out the of the McDonald's ad's terrible. McDonald's. It's terrible. What? You know, we're like the guys, obviously something went bad. You know, everyone's watching a game. And then the guy goes, ooh, and he likes the, he likes the McDonald's thing. And everyone else is mad. No, I mean, if we're going to sit there and watch hours and hours of football, I want good commercials. J.P. Morgan, by the way, says Q3 comps are trending below consensus. Uh, they expect them to disappoint uh, once McDonald's prints. That's why know? it's red today. How do they know? They use some tracking organization. Yes. That's they, cha- channel checks. Yeah, what a channel thing. checks. What, come up with. You think that they have a channel? Ch- what are you doing? I'm texting. Important news people are in touch with me at all times, and I need to respond to them. I got of important people myself. Every, I'm going important I people. I promise. I listen to you out of this year, and with this hand, I'm doing something okay, else. Okay, multitasking. I think the McDonald's call is not a call I want to sell McDonald's off of. That's a classic hedge fund call. You sell it at 211, you buy it back at 213. That's what the pajama traders do. Do not do that. I don't like that trader. I know we have to move on. But that kind of trade, that kind of call is... Never mind. That kind of call is a really tough call for individuals to do. And you would say this even if the call were that it was trending above consensus. Easterbrook is, is doing a very good job, and he's instituting a series of technological advances. But it is Chipotle that you want to own. And that carne asada. Really good. Oh my, is, yeah. Didn't you think it was very fantastic? Nice. And you're in and out of there. I've started timing oh my, God. My, my time spent in the store. It's under 60 seconds. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, yesterday I said we got the carne asada, and my wife said, no, it's... Only in New York, they only deliver from 45th. By the time it gets here, it must be from Omaha. They started DoorDash. It was at the house like this. It was at the house as long as, as it took the Redskins to fall behind. Well, saw the New York Times had a story on Grubhub today, though. New York restaurant doing? owners yeah. being upset with how much they're taking. Oh, my God. They take everything. Of, and talking about actually similar things that you experienced in terms of pages being created that you weren't aware of. Oh, my God. DoorDash. So DoorDash says that they're our provider. But actually, we made it to you a caviar for 25%. Mm-hmm. Then DoorDash buys caviar, and now we're up a creek with that, without a burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough business, as we know. Meanwhile, guys, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is rallying the troops in a leaked audio of a meeting with Facebook employees obtained by The Verge. He slams Senator Elizabeth Warren's call to break up the social network. Like Elizabeth Warren, who thinks that the right answer is to break up the companies, 
Um, you know, I mean, if she gets elected president, then I would I would bet that we will have a legal challenge, and I would bet that we will win the legal challenge. So it's so it's um, so basically it's uh, and. Um, so I, I, does that still suck for us? Yeah, I mean, I don't have to you know, have a major lawsuit against our own government. I mean, that's not like the position that you want to be in when you're, you know, I mean, it's like we, we care about our country and like want to work with our government to do good things. And um, but, but look, at the end of the day, if someone's going to try to threaten something that existential, you go to the map and you fight. It's tough to understand uh, the audio there. He says, we'll go to the mat. If she tries to break us up, uh, I would bet that we will have a legal challenge, and I would bet that we will win. Well, this is that new form of antitrust, which reminds me of the old form, when Standard Oil was too powerful. Uh, this is Facebook's too powerful. Let's break it up. It's a different form of antitrust than we're used to, which was our prices going up because of monopoly. Right. And in this case, they're not. So you they're still not. have to deal with the actual law. Well, the law, David, the doctrine's pretty clear. You do not go after companies because they have, Correct. they're powerful. And, and, That's and against the doctrine. That is right. I think in, in interviews that I've done with the antitrust DOJ chief, Macon Delrahim, he's made that point. I know. You have to prove anti-competitive. Right, but, you know, Senator Warren would, and or, uh, they would be a different regime if Senator Warren came in. A lot of people are talking about what be a very different regime in a lot of different ways, yes. We know yeah, that. it would be, would she allow us? To do what we do. <laughs> you, the three of us? I think so. I don't well, think I mean, we talk about stocks. I mean, well, if we she tries about... to stop us, we're going to the mat. I, I, we, we are going, going to the mat, mat too. David, Zuckerberg. or we only let it do bear case. Or the mattresses. Yes, David, <laughs> ETFs are going, you know, this. We go to the mattresses. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. But no, I'd be, I, the fear of Senator Warren is getting overblown. Ah, well, Bernie Sanders, it's Sanders who raises $25 million in Q3, the most of any Democratic hopeful well, so far. I, I can't stop getting Sanders' email. I got five Sanders emails yesterday. I mean, between the first game and the second game, I got, just give me $2.83. I mean, it cost me $2.83 to read his stupid, his, his ill-advised email. The guy does spam. He gets you no matter where you are. Well, he's going to be around for a while with that kind of cash balance. He's going to be around forever. Yeah. But I just, I want to stop the fear of Senator Warren. I really think that that's a mistake. I think that there is such a thing called Congress. And I also don't think she's nearly as anti-business I also think that some of these, these, these fang stocks are so bad, I wish they'd break them up, like Alphabet. Well, that conceivably could, have, could create a lot of value, some say. There are big companies that are against what Alphabet does. No, yes, including one we know very well. So I like how you just teed that up for him. Yeah. Like, you're, you're like, so you know, he's some big companies. Yeah. 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 Reports yeah. about Comcast. You're like Trout. Like yeah, right. there's a lot of information that a lot of companies have taken in terms of what they believe is somewhat anti-competitive behavior. What you Snap did with Facebook. You, you just do well, that in the course of yeah. a business, and maybe at some point you have an opportunity well, to use it. it's called business. What kind of thing did Walmart do to 99% of the small businesses in this country? And no one said a thing. That was fine that Walmart could destroy all the small businesses. Because what? They're benevolent? They're from Arkansas? What is that about? It was an issue. It continued to be Where? something of an issue. Senator well, Warren might bring that up. It's a little late. You're an impossible burger to deal with. Thank you. It's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. We are going to talk to Casey Newton of The Verge about that uh, story uh, regarding Facebook and that audio of Zuckerberg. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell as the futures still look pretty good here as we're watching rates around the world as well. Back in a moment. What's on the horizon for financial markets? 
At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. start with trading here in 12 minutes but first let's get in a mad dash as we count you down to that opening bell uh let's talk a little emerson yes coming out with an announcement this morning at 7 a.m clearly a response so they don't say it that way to an activist in their shares in fact what may be even more than one activist from what i hear but de shaw was outed by reuters late on friday they are there without a doubt. I think they've been talking to management, but we haven't heard from D.E. Shaw either. Well, you know, David, I, one thing I learned when I was at, at Goldman in the 80s was to sell a lot of credit cards. No! Was that Emerson is the one industrial you never sell. Why, Mr. Nightman? Because it's the one that's best run. And you know what's amazing? They're talking about some of the parts breakup. Emerson was always the opposite. Was Who's they talking about some of the well, parts uh, breakup? This is a uh, Deutsche Bank piece about what the some of the parts is. Okay. They see 12% upside, $74 in some of the parts. David, the idea that this company is some of the parts rather than just one of the best-run industrials, it seems like they're after management. I believe that is probably the case. Mr. Now, Farr. I don't have a great sense yet as to what they've been asking for. My sense here is things got it was done a bit prematurely. In terms of it coming out in the markets, oh. that they were there, and perhaps they're not quite, weren't quite ready. But we get an announcement this morning, Jim, from Emerson saying they've concluded, um, following discussion with their board uh, over the course of this year, they've concluded thorough, that a thorough review of their cost structure, capital allocation, and portfolio will inform decisions that drive strong value creation for our shareholders in what we expect to be un- an uncertain environment. But isn't that what they do anyway? It, I mean, isn't that what you so. do is you evaluate and think about the uncertain environment? They go on to say they anticipate a challenging geopolitical and economic landscape over the next couple of years and are focused on ensuring well position- that they're well positioned to drive out performance and shareholder value. They do go on to uh, affirm their full year 2019 gap earnings per share guidance. That's a big deal. 360 to 370, Jim. But kind of a weird little press release here. Didn't really say too much, Emerson, but obviously a no. response to some of these reports. Emerson and 3M, the, uh, well, 3M may argue with this because it's say Asia, but Emerson's, the, the growth from Emerson is from China. A lot of it is from China. So this has been a play that a lot of people think, like Caterpillar, is dependent upon a trade agreement. These guys are saying, that, I believe the actors say, you, you, you can't just be trade agreement, non-trade agreement. Right. This is one of the great performers of all time, but it is but not. Is it time for far to go? The stock's been underperforming. Okay. How was that for an answer? Very diplomatic. Right? Very much. And how often you. am I Jeffersonian like? Uh, hardly ever. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You were dead right on that WeWork, though. I was good on WeWork. Day one. Hey, how am I doing on Jewel? I ain't be jeweling. I'd rather drool and jewel. That's what they're saying. By the way, just in case you weren't aware, we are. We are a podcast. Get out. Yes, we are. But you don't work on a podcast because most of the things you do are just silent to me, make me look like an idiot. It's like Charlie Chaplin. Oh, I am here to try and make you look like an idiot. But listen to us because, well, every day you can do it. That's why. Just go to CNBC.com backslash. 
podcast. Listen to us because you should listen to us? Yeah. Wow, that's a real come. Wow. Where'd you learn that? I'm, I'm really good at this. Rune Arledge? Is that from Rune Arledge? Man the jaws of, of uh, victory. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Methane management is a critical part of achieving a lower carbon future. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. They're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. And they've trialed over 13 advanced detection technologies, including drones and satellites. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane. Future's green for this first day of October and the fourth quarter. Plenty to talk about. We'll get uh, Kramer's playbook for the next three months. Talk about uh, what the week might bring because it's far from over. We're back in a moment. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world, the opening bell. In about three minutes, uh, busy morning as we kick off Q4. One thing I want to touch on before we sure. get to stocks is this JGB auction. We never talk about JGB auctions in, mm. in Japan, but uh, it did spark a spike in rates all around the world. Well, I, I have to, I don't know how it's possible. I mean, but yeah, uh, the fact is, is that none of, I've been waiting for these all to fail. Auctions to fail. It was the but worst since, what, 2016, I yeah. think? No, it, was it worse than two? Was that the worst? 2011. Worst auction in three years. years. Yeah, yeah. Three well, years. I mean, yeah. what are we doing? Like, a lot of these countries should just be buying buying our dollar, which, because we know the dollar's the strongest, then buying our bonds, because we still have overinflated short-term rates. Why do people participate in these auctions where you know you're going to lose money? What kind of fiduciary would ever just say, you know what, I'm going to lose money? Well, some of them are have an obligation to, to own lose money? certain amount of this paper. Counting on the Bank of Japan to continue to inflate its ownership. And, of- and deflation has been something they've seen for a long time in Japan. That said, you, negative rates kill your banking system. Right. Kill your banks. They do. So you've got to figure out a way out of it. Now the, now well, the, the Bank of Japan seems to be somewhat more focused on that. Well, did you see the Eurozone up here, their, their inflation rate? Oh my so God, Eurozone so inflation is uh, near a three-year low, and their PMIs uh, at 45.7, weakest since 12, Germany weakest since 09. Well, these are all big trading partners of, of China. China is at the epicenter of all this because Chinese gov- the Chinese have a slowing economy. And, you know, you're not going to get it from them. The 70th, they have some real good weapons they unveiled. And then, uh, meantime, you have Hong Kong. We don't even talk about enough Hong Kong. Hong Kong's a mess. Uh, the protesters there being shot with blue water cannons. The Hong Kong police have confirmed that one protester was shot by a live round. 
Uh, as the 70th anniversary of the modern China government is today, uh, markets are closed for a week. Xi Jinping making some public appearances in Beijing. But did you see who congratulated them? The uh, president there had some uh, positive Said congratulations on yeah. 70 years. 70 years. Congratulations to communism. Xi. Way to go. Chinese people on the 70th anniversary. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. Why did he do that? Oh, sorry, I asked. I mean, why did he do that? I mean, maybe the, his good friend Xi, maybe we settle this over a golf game? There's some real issues. We're still, we didn't gotten the fentanyl stopped yet. When are they going to stop the fentanyl? Something to talk about when they get here in about 10 days. Yeah. There's the opening bell, S&P 500 at the CNBC Real-Time Exchange at the big board. It's Old Republic International, an insurance holding company at the NASDAQ. It is Papa John's International, the third largest pizza delivery company. And doing we know better. how big a category pizza is They're in doing better. restaurants. Remember, uh, the big one, I think, the big change is Yum. Yum is doing better, and uh, that's been a terrific stock. By the way, my playbook of what you do, you buy these stocks that have been unbelievable performers, like the um, wow, Chipotle, no stopping that one now. Hey, you know what? I had the, uh, talking to Carl during the break, I, I happen to have the Tyson uh, chicken nuggets that are plant-based. Now, they're not ready to be released yet, but I have to tell you, I defy you to tell me that they don't taste better than a regular chicken nugget. Really? Yes, really. I mean, they were well, just fabulous. Right. What? I mean, a chicken nugget's mostly corn anyway. Because well, the chicken just eats corn. But this doesn't have any... It's mostly it's bread, a, which is actually probably got this chicken, plant, corn... It's plant-based. It's plant- corn? Like if you're a vegetarian, you know? Corn's a vegetable. How about the Impossible Lab, where they really have people who say, hey, you know what, this tastes like a hamburger. Well, no kidding. That's the point. It's got GMOs, though. Millennials hate GMOs. Millennials don't like commissions. Uh, they don't like paying commissions. No. Uh, as Schwab now is going zero commissions, uh, effective October 7th. Uh, they say it's going to cut revenue 3 to 4%. That was big. Seems low. That was big. You know, I, but these, well, you think it's all, I mean, I, I just think that, that any number cut in this environment is just brutal for a stock. Look at Micron. It is. It really didn't do well, that much to. This Schwab, I mean, it's pressuring everybody in the. It in sure the, is. Um, it sure is. That's a Ameritrade, e trade, everything's down. That there it is, is something you can see. that. You know. uh, look at Ameritrade. Wow. Oh, my. Holy cow. That's incredible. Wow. Schwab should do that every day. They'd put them out, they'd put, send those other stocks down to zero. Oh. Can they go negative? Maybe yes, they can go negative, pay you to do trades. Oh, you mean like the JGBs? Yeah. Schwab will pay you to do trades, and That's then Ameritrade will be trading at 20 bucks. I mean, but this is, I mean, how much of it is Robin Hood? Which is, you know, I had Robin Hood on um, San Francisco. That the millennials love Robin Hood because you don't have to pay commission. Wow, that is ouch. Uh, it wow. starts, what, October? Uh, in a week, I think, right? October 7th. I'm not allowed to trade, but holy cow. You could really wear my jam if it's for free. Um, that's quite a move. You can't, make, you can't make that up in volume, Dale, when it's for free. Say again? Can't make it up in volume. No. No, you can't. One of the but it does show you the competitive landscape. Yes. They're feeling that they need to respond to what's going on amongst others, as you say, Robinhood, or wow. others that continue to lower. Uh, and the value of actually just having the balances there. And, right. And well, Schwab has that great bank. Remember, Schwab's got that. It's a machine in terms of how much the credit balances. Yes. Goldman's trying to have those big credit balances. Got to see how that's doing. 
And I mean, we talk about Schwab, people may not realize. It's a $51 billion market cap company. It should be. Yeah. Jesus, go to pass Goldman for market cap? Wouldn't that be something? It's not that far. I mean, hey, you know what's making a comeback you guys haven't talked about much? Ulta Beauty. Yeah, yeah we've been noticing that once again on, on the leaderboard today. A lot of a lot of feel that it can't last, this, this downturn. And you go back over that quarter. I deal with a lot of people who are in the um, hair care and uh, perfume business, uh, you know, cosmetics. No one can understand why they did so poorly. I think they're coming back. Corn's a grain, by the way. I knew that. I want to make sure. We're talking about Ulta Beauty. What about Ulta? It's coming. I know it is. You were talking about it what coming back. What are you watching? I'm watching this one. <laughs> you should put us on periodically. We have a lot of good things. Are we on television? No, we're a podcast. We're a podcast now. McDonald's Primarily a podcast. Hit, David. McDonald's is, they cut the commissions of McDonald's, David. <laughs> um, we were mentioning this uh, leaked audio out of uh, Facebook that The Verge has today in which Mark Zuckerberg says... Uh, they would fight and attempt to break up. Facebook uh, says it would suck for the company. Elizabeth Warren now responding says what would really, quote, suck is if we don't fix a corrupt system that lets giant companies like Facebook engage in illegal anti-competitive practices, stomp on consumer privacy rights, and repeatedly fumble their responsibility to protect our democracy. I never thought you could use the word suck on air. I guess that takes care of that. Um, You know, this, again, is the power the power of companies. Now, I think that we talked last week about Facebook comes in and does Instagram stories. You know, it does Snap Idea. Yes. I don't know. If you remember, Nelson Peltz at Delivering Alpha said, hey, listen, we'll steal people's ideas. I mean, what's the why can't Zuckerberg just say, listen, we're going to do what Snap does? What's the matter with that? What's uh, the matter with that? Why can't he? Well, if, if somebody created a rival TV show and had a lightning round, you might have a problem with it. Someone's doing that with on the NFL Network. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's on the NFL Network. They're doing exactly the lightning round. I felt like going after them, but I said, like, with what? Hey, hey, guys, cut that out. It depends on the the IP in particular and whether take, it's defined as something. You, you don't like is. it when the Chinese do it? Yeah. Well, the NFL's more powerful than China. NFL's more powerful <laughs> than anything, right? They are powerful. The NFL's not perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I saw. He's tossed for, for the rest of the season, including the Yeah, playoffs. well, that was, was a, a bad hit. hit. It was a bad that was hit. a really great hit. Jeez. By the way, uh, on Facebook, uh, Adam Mosteri of uh, Instagram is going to be on the Today Show tomorrow. Oh, really? Talking about uh, apparently some changes to the Instagram feed, so we'll watch for that. I hope that, the, really, maybe they'll back the businesses that are all doing great stuff on Instagram. You remember a lot of businesses. I think you, you do. You open a set on Instagram, then you immediately go to, to uh uh, you, you, You're able to buy within the app. Yeah, and, and then you go to Spotify, and then you go to Amazon Web Services, and next thing you know, you're a business. Yep. Holy cow, have you ever seen this stuff? Like, you know, we're buying stuff. I was, with, uh, I was talking to Dow Chemical. You know, the glad bags. No, you got reusable bags. I saw them on Spotify. It goes right to your house, and you put them in a dishwasher. Jim, speaking of alt- names like Ulta that are trying to come back from yes. a big drop, you tweeted today on Roku, uh, feels like a shanked punt. Yeah, because it's dangerous. Like, it's what does dangerous. that mean? Well, it's just like you go anywhere. You know, it could be something like Brian Westbrook runs back against the Giants. Uh, Deshaun Jackson runs up, runs up against the Giants. And I, I just feel like that you don't know. Roku is just, you don't know what's going to happen with Roku. Because you don't know whether Apple TV, boy, they ran a lot of Apple oh, ads. Ads on every wow. NFL game. Yeah, wow, they spent 10 a minutes. Apple was for the moment Although, there. Remember when Budweiser Disney, Disney Plus has a pretty 
powerful ad uh, right, but that's Roku. campaign going as well. I know, but you don't know. Roku is maybe it costs. Look, everyone, we have to find out how many different things millennials are willing to watch. We don't know. By the way, the uh, only beneficiary right now of all these streaming services is uh, is, is network television. Are the showrunners of Stranger <laughs> Things? Oh, yes. New nine-figure deal yes. for season four. That's wow. where it's all ending up. All these digital companies spending enormous amounts on the old platforms. How about Dish? Where I, see, I have to watch these advertisers. You know, we don't drop us. We'll drop you. Dan. Well, they're right. They're uh, the hell is that? They're fighting Suck. with yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Apple because Tim Cook made a comment. In Build, B-I-L-D, David, that's a German publication, saying that sales are strong, that, def- that is completely the opposite of all the slagging that he's getting on Wall Street. What about uh, not being given tariff relief on some of these Chinese components, even I though they're, like that on the macro. they're building the macro? On the macro, in, I thought for sure that that was, you got to quote to Lighthizer and, 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 and Navarro, because I thought that that was a done deal. That was incredible. Stock doesn't was a seem to switch Rooney McFaddy, David. But look at this apple. 233, if that takes, if that, I don't think you can take out 233. Well, you saw, you were out yesterday, but uh, JPM took their December 2020 target to 265. I know, that was, that was important. These are important. Look, if Tim Cook is, is uh, if, if he's saying that more than it's just like a good law, if he's, look, the, I think the 11 is rippling through. It was a very low expectations. The three camera on Instagram is so powerful. It's like it's like a seventeen hundred dollar Nike cap. It's that good. It's that good. Really? And not only that, but you saw the ad where you can pulverize and you can put it in water. I mean, when my when my wife ruined the seven by washing it, you know, and we you know we had thank God the prenup continued. It says you can't do that, and it's okay. But it is amazing to me that this new one. You didn't think it was funny? There's no prenup. Never mind. The the new phone being able to withstand. And also have the cam- camera. I think the 11's doing much better than expected. My channel checks that I do, which are actually real, indicate sold out, sold out, sold out. Sold out. Sold out watch, by the way. Sold out watch. Yep, yep. Uh, the Series 5. Yeah, the um, Series 5 watch, which allows me to press a button and David disappears. <laughs> I transpond him over the NASDAQ. Puff! Puff! Is that something you'd like to do? Which, no, well, I like The viewers you. now think that you really want to do that. No, I like you. Or the podcast listeners. I, I like you. He's a good guy. He likes his dog. Oh, I got a good guy. That's what I get out of you? A good guy after all these years? Hey, listen, Sunshine. That's, you're, you should be glad I threw that at you. You know, it's Larry Culp's four-year anniversary. Yes, it is. And what do you think? Uh, I think GE's still below nine. The insight you're bringing to the show is really good. Listen, <laughs> listen GE's Watch got the, a hard road ahead of them. It's, you know, the, it was a reset. Part year. of the power you can, you can make a lot of progress on. Uh, obviously, the industrial business is doing okay. However, the insurance part of the business, just dealing with that, care? Jim, long-term care. But the Kansas regulators. You just got to okay. wait. You know, you just got to Well, wait till the people die? Then, actually, that's what, uh, sadly, that's what kind long-term of, care is about. It's waiting for this vintage of people. They use that word. I don't, I don't mean to use yes. that. But they use the vintage of, of people who got those policies. And you're trying to ameliorate those policies. But... You know, you're talking about a policy you pay very little when you're spending $200,000 a year in, in home health, and GE's on the hook. They're trying, trying to mitigate. They are, and you'll continue to, but it just takes time to really to work. I know, and that's that. part of the reason why 2019 is a recent so. year. So we're waiting for, if Tusa hasn't, you maybe Tusa wishes Culpa happy birthday. Oh, my quiet. God, is that, Tusa should do a happy birthday piece from J.P. Morgan. 
Is it birthday or anniversary? Anniversary of his taking over. Instead of birthday? Right? Okay, anniversary. One year. All right. Anniversary. Got to move on. Uh, Apple is leading the Dow, uh, to your point earlier, Jim. As we're back to 29.90 almost, let's get to Bob Bassani. Bob? Yeah, heading towards 3,000 pretty fast. And it's a cyclical rally, by and large. Uh, Take a look here what's going on. Uh, So we have semiconductors up nicely today. That's Apple helping things out. Uh, Retail. Metals and mining stocks, banks, these are all cyclicals here. And, of course, defensive names like utilities are lagging. That's a pretty good sign overall. Just let me show you Apple and the Apple suppliers because uh, he's right. Uh, We're right near a 52-week high. Not there yet, but near a 52-week high on Apple. And here's some of the uh, Apple suppliers that are all up nicely. Of course, comments from uh, Tim Cook that the new iPhone 11 sales off to a a very strong start. Those are his words here. All help in the market uh, overall. So we're starting October. The problem with right now is we're kind of in a wishy-washy middle phase. There's nothing really tremendously oversold or overbought. If you take a look at some of the things, utilities have had an amazing month in September. They're a bit on the overbought side. Oversold, not a lot. I see metals and mining have been sold rather aggressively going into the end of September. Biotech was sold rather aggressively. And some of the recent IPOs, we've covered that one pretty well. Let me just show you what happened in September for some of the uh, IPOs that have happened in the last three or four months. So CrowdStrike, uh, PagerDuty, Chewy, Pinterest all had terrible months. Most of these 20% or more declines happened in the last two weeks of the year. The IPO ETF, as we mentioned, moved down to the lowest level since uh, since February there. Uh, I thought it was very amusing. You could tell the uh, venture capitalist market is kind of concerned about how IPOs have been doing. There's been reports that some of the venture capitalists have been trying to convince people over in, uh, in California who are considering IPOs to use direct listings. This is an interesting idea. I agree the cost of IPOs is high. It could be 4 to 7% of the proceeds. The results can be uneven. It can be annoying and disappointing. But just point out here that any kind of direct listing does not guarantee that anything nice is going to happen. If you look at Spotify. Remember the reference price that we used? It's not a price. They use a reference price. was 132 uh, You know, now we're looking at, what, 114 So that's not up. Uh, if the other one that was a direct listing uh, was Slack, and that was $26. That was the reference price that was used there. Slack's now at $23. So I certainly agree. Alternatively, you can use a direct listing, but you're not raising money, and there is no guarantee that that's going to perform any better for the company uh, overall. Let's talk about what happened with the e-brokers. Jim mentioned this very briefly. This is a rather surprising outcome if you consider what really goes on, how these companies really make money. So Schwab is eliminating commissions for stocks and ETFs. But look at how these companies actually make money. Schwab is essentially a bank. Take a look here. It gets almost all of its revenues from Net interest revenue, 57%. It's a bank. Asset management is 32%. Trading revenues is only 8% of the company's revenues. In other words, the company can essentially afford to drop some money on trading revenues, providing it keeps its customers and its continuing ability to scale up. Now, there is a lot of competition out there, not necessarily from the e-brokers. There's there's other people that are poaching the territory. J.P. Morgan's got you invest out there, these low-cost brokerage firms. We've got Bank of America with low low-cost brokerage. Robinhood is out there. We know all sorts of competition that's out there. It's not dramatically eating into the e-brokers yet, but the key thing here is keep the customers in-house. Schwab's been very successful with their ETF platform. They're now one of the big five. That's been working. So don't lose the customers, even if you have to cut the prices. That's the key right now. Guys, back to you. Bob Pisani, thank you very much. Let's get to the bond pits as well. Rick Santelli, as we have uh, ISM Manufacturing on the way. Rick? Yes, we do. We have that on the way as well. 
and maybe the most important thing, and everybody's been talking about, you guys have been talking about it today, and that's weak PMIs, weak inflation, and all this uh, in Europe is very important because we're in this kind of race to the bottom. What's the first thing you read when you hear these stories? Is that the dollar is strong, hasn't crossed uh, over 100 since April, but that is the issue. Will we follow? Look at how these patterns are so uniform. Here's our tenure since the end of August, and I picked the end of August because the move that started there that we're retracing about halfway, you'll see it on our tenure chart, you see it on Boone's. And maybe the pattern's a little different, but here's a French 10-year, same pattern. Here's a Canadian 10-year, same pattern. Here's an Australian 10-year, same pattern. By the way, Australia lowered rates today, historic lows, uh, and their 10-year now is under 100. And even though all the rates may differ, at the end of the day, the fact is we're all moving together and policies are going to start to ramp up because... The European Central Bank didn't do enough when they had a chance. And now as Christine Lagarde comes in, welcome to the show. And as for the dollar index I mentioned earlier, it is getting ever closer to 100. And I'm sure this administration doesn't like it. Some exporters say they don't like it. But at the end of the day, we probably should like our data better than many countries whose currencies are weaker, along with their economies. Carl Jim David, back to you. All right. Thank you very much. Got big news in the world of college sports, of course. Uh, Yesterday, California becomes the first state allowing college athletes to profit from endorsements. Governor Gavin Newsom signing that measure into law despite the NCAA calling the move unconstitutional. David's been working this a bit here, David. Fascinating. It's a fascinating story, one that we've sort of followed in a sense uh, in terms of the ability of amateur athletes to get paid. Some of these uh, kids obviously are really at the college solely to, to play sports. Uh, they can't get compensated, the small group of them, that their uniforms might be used in various ways. The colleges make money from them. But the NCAA has raised the prospect of a boycott of these California uh, universities. And my understanding is, uh, at least according to a number of antitrust experts and other sources, that were that to be the case, that you might very likely see action from the DOJ Department of Antitrust uh, saying, hey, you're acting as a monopoly. Wow. Right? Well, that's real. You're monopoly. in coordination around the country. And so the NCAA better think long and hard about whether it wants to try to implement some sort of boycott here in response to Mr. Newsom's signing of this bill, Governor Newsom's signing of this bill, because it does appear that they're going to have to uh, think about the possibility of the DOJ and the trust division responding. Wow. You know, if anyone remembers the Fab Five, fabulous Fab Five, 30 for 30. And they were, guys, why are we paid? In Michigan, everyone's buying our our stuff. Why should we not be paid? And uh, it's a lot of NCAA just it's that, it's that gymnast who on, on YouTube who, who got wasn't getting paid right. for all the different plays. Ed O'Bannon, I mean, started this. There's, you know, LeBron James was a part right. of the uh, the effort as well in California. I believe was there for the. For what the is unbelievable? Center. I mean, look, I was a scholarship work study kid, and I got paid to proofread. Uh, for that was how I put myself through school, and these guys are like being making fortunes for their schools, and they that doesn't count. I mean, how can that not count? You know, just give them, give them. It's a job. It's a job. It's a job. If yeah, most of them were ending up with a four-year degree, you'd say one thing, but the fact is that's not the case. Plus, it's hard to imagine these schools in the Southeastern Conference or the Big Ten just sitting, standing by, right? Right. Powerhouses in the, oh, within the little
There are other uh, other states that are may very well follow uh, California's yeah. leader. Wow, this is a big story. We have to follow this. Story. This DOJ. I mean, that's a great that's a great business story for us. Yep. When we come back, uh, shares of U.S. Steel are down more than 30 percent this year, but the stock's getting a lift as the company announces a new stake. We're going to talk with the CEO as Dow's up 124, and we're back within 10 points of 3K. Got two companies with uh, market caps above a trillion dollars, Microsoft and Apple. Apple, though, trying to catch up as it now hits uh, 227, almost 228. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a minute. Dow's up 107. Time for stop trading with Jim. You know, Carl, David, David almost always asked me in your absence, what's the key to this market? It's Micron. I'll tell you why. Micron, when they reported last week, just crushed the market. And we had uh, Sanjay Marotra, and he was talking about how, listen, the forecast's not that great, but 2020 is going to be uh, terrific. It's buying back, and it's going to be another $7 billion in uh, stock here. If this stock can hold, all those uh, semis that are running will continue to run, and you'll have your leadership group from now till the end of the year. Semis. Yes, but Micron has to hold. Wow. Because, boy, that group is just a coiled spring. <laughs> Jim, what's tonight on MAD? You know what's up the most? It, it, the utilities and, and Con Ed is up uh, more than 20%. How do you like the, you know, these uh, German and the Japanese bond buyers? This is a bond. It's like got a 3% yield. This guy McAvoy is very sharp. And, and it yields, you know, it's up 20%. That's incredible to me. So risk-free 20% versus what? Lose a percent because you're banking on the government? That's some trade, huh? Schwab, you can trade all you want, David. All you want. Ameritrade all you can eat. All, all three. Ameritrade's down 23%. That's impossible, Bert. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Ettinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts.